Welcome to Salem the Podcast. We are your hosts and favorite Salem tour guides. My name is Jeffrey Lilly. And I am Sarah Black. Today, we're going to be talking about cemeteries. Dun, dun, dun. Cemeteries here in Salem. In Salem. So we're going to try to hit all of them, um, give each one just a little bit, tell you about some of the notable people buried there, what to expect. What we like about them, why we appreciate them, some of them you've probably been to, and some of them you probably definitely have not been to. So we're going to be talking about St. Mary's, yep. Green Lawn Cemetery, Harmony Grove Cemetery. Yep, your favorite. And then the three main ones downtown, that is Broad Street, Howard Street, and Charter Street. There we go. We can't forget the Quakers. Yeah, we'll talk about the Quaker Cemetery as can't well. Can't forget the Quakers. Kind of like taking you on a tour through Salem cemeteries. Cemeteries in Salem. Tour guides touring cemeteries. Cemetery tours. Kind of. Kind of. I guess. Um, so before we get started, I have something ridiculous to tell you. Like more than usual. Yeah. The podcast has finally seeped into my dreams. Oh, well, that's a little weird. I dreamed of little salt and pepper shakers (laughs) that could like move around (laughs) last night. Like I have been continuously conceptualizing this haunted pepper situation (laughs) for far too long. Um. You should maybe talk to someone. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> we did get someone online mention that they were still laughing about I, the haunted I saw that. pepper. I saw that. So, just so everyone knows, we're hoping some type of haunted pepper t shirt will make it into the first merch drop. Maybe even shakers in the future. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's not the worst idea, but it's. Anyways, how was your weekend? Do you have any funny tour stories to share? Sort of, kind of, not really. So I wasn't working, but I was, as you may know, uh, as a tour guide, sometimes you just play tour guide. Oh, yeah. So I, I popped into Charter Street the other day um, just to, to check a reference real quick. And there were these uh, four women. Uh, they all had like those die with your boots on. They were all like super gothy looking uh-huh. big bag of goth shit yeah, yeah, totes. Yeah, yeah. and uh they were sort of looking for something and i sort of walked past and and then when the mentions like oh martha cory and i was like well, i can answer mm. the question <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> um well like it's one of these things that you, you see these people just sort of standing there wondering and i was like i'm sorry like just not to you know yeah um i was like Martha Corey's headstone is over there. Uh, and the girl's like, I can't like get it or get to a picture of it. I was like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, now you mean Martha, you mean Mary, Mary, sorry. Mary Corey. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's funny. Cause I was going to bring her up in today's discussion. So this is very fitting that you, Mary Corey, no, no, you got Mary and Martha just on two different sides of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, just for, just for clarification, everyone knows about Giles Corey. You'll see him inside the Salem witch trials memorial right to the right of him is his wife, Martha Martha Corey, Corey, who was hanged three days later for witchcraft, but his wife previous to her is buried right in charter street cemetery yes. so these people were talking about her like or were they talking about they were talking about mary so my apologies okay and they were looking for giles Corey's wife's headstone 
right? Okay. So Mary Corey, which is in Charter Street, right? But you can't get to because of the new path layout. And I was like, it's that Shoot. one. <laughs> I was like, is that one right over there? I'm sorry, you know, conservation efforts we can't go up to anymore. And she's like, oh, I was like, so I was pointing it out because she was like, because when you can't, when you can't go and you just see rows of headstones. Right. And then she asked, she's like, is Giles Corey buried here too? And I was like, ah, uh, no. And then it so, just kept going. Yeah. And, going. and then like I started to talk and I was like, <laughs> like hold on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a tour guide in the city. I'm not just like talking to like, you know, I'm like, this is what I do. And they're like, oh, okay. And you could see them sort of they're like, oh, that this is fine. This isn't just some random like, dude, I, like still spewing like random, information. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I told them that, you know, sort of where he'd been, uh, pressed or the likely area. Uh, but he likely wasn't buried there. His body was probably moved and, but he still wouldn't have been buried, uh, in consecrated ground, even though he wasn't a witch. Cause he never played or he's never. How long guilt. did this conversation like, go on? Like two minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so it's okay. It was just like, was just, cause like I could see it. I mean, they like may stand, just, yeah. Hey, you want to go get a beer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but give me like five minutes, but still, yeah. So I wasn't working, but I was still, uh, you know, yeah. Playing, playing tour guide. So yeah, so my fun tour story has to do with cemeteries, coincidentally. Um, and working off the clock. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. What about you? Did you tell them about the podcast? No. Damn it, Jeffrey. It's okay. It's okay. They'll find out. Maybe they already know. Yeah. Maybe they already listen. They'll be like, oh my, oh my God, God, that guy. That was that guy. That was the guy. That was the guy. Hopefully. I got to get better at that. That's okay. It's okay. Quick story to share. I came up with another joke, like a new joke on one of my tours. I don't know about you, but sometimes they just naturally, organically come they, about. They have. Do, you, do you ever, have you ever had a great one and then you forget? Yes. Oh. Or like a great experience where I meet someone, I have a good exchange with them and I don't write it down or anything. And it happens so frequently that it just gets filed away nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um and normally I wouldn't want to share the jokes from the tour because like, huh, take the tour, pay me money. <laughs> well, so I, but, I've found and I, I can't, I read this, someone, this isn't my original thought. I, I don't know where I saw this. The historical information is out there for everyone to take. Right. Right. And you can, everyone has the same 1692, you know, 20 people, nine, you know, yeah. those are the facts. It's like a, and a presentation of the facts is... It's the, the pre- delivery, but it's the jokes that make it like you un- a little more unique. So that's sort of what makes it your, mm-hmm. your own, especially when they happen. Like it's just something that yeah, happens yeah. on tour and it lands well. So basically what happened, I was in front of the Samantha statue, the mm-hmm. bewitch statue. And at that point we talk about how, the economy here in Salem changed and after the filming of Bewitched and the airing of those episodes, it started becoming known as Witch City. And I start talking about how you see witch on everything. The police cars, our water tower. And I mentioned how my newest roommate, born and raised in Salem, went to Salem High School, remembers swimming in the pool and there being this huge witch at the bottom. Like and the tiled. Like the tiled. Can you imagine? Like I you know, I remember being a kid going through the big swimming pool at school and th- honestly thinking there were sharks in there. Like your kid's imagination, right? But like imagine a big witch at the bottom of the pool. I, I was on the, the swim pool. team. Were you? <laughs> yeah. Of no, 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 I was gonna say you didn't go to Salem. Okay. No, no. So, yeah. so so I spent a lot of time in my 
elementary school i would giggle like but to them it was normal right so the other night i asked you know guess what our mascot is and they say oh the witches i'm like yes i feel bad for the sports team because imagine all the heat they get like oh you the witches where's your broom (laughs) and people just start losing it and i was like haha that was so funny and so fast forward fast forward to like later that night And I go home and I'm having a conversation with my roommate and her partner also went to Salem High School, was a couple years older. So it was fun having that conversation with two people that were in school as the witches. And so I tell them the joke. They laugh. And then she goes, no, but really, like when we used to play sports teams, they would yell, burn the witches, burn the witches. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Oh Jeffrey's God. Jeffrey's mouth is wide open right now. <laughs> How great. <laughs> Burn the witches. I don't think that's okay. No. I, can't. I couldn't believe it. I feel like I must have done something like that in high school, but I, I don't remember. I guess as a as a kid in middle school, high school, growing up with witches as your mascot. It's not like a real, I'm sure they're not, they're not learning about the actual burning times that took place over in Europe, right? There, there's no, there's no way that that's seeping into their history classes at that point. So their only conception Probably is, I doubt it. World history? I would bet it has like a paragraph. Uh, maybe, but that's, that's, that's where you learn about it, right? Like where you, you learn about that sort of stuff in high school. I, feel like, I would hope so. I feel like you do. Anyway, maybe, maybe not. That that's crazy. Um, did you see the the in in relation to that the uh, uh, recent video that went around on the internet about a cheer squad that was allowed to perform at Disney? No. So I guess they're from somewhere in Texas. Okay. Um, and I can't remember what their m- mascot is or or their their thing. Uh, but their sort of chant is uh, against indigenous people. And, or maybe they, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I apologize because I'm screwing this up. Okay. I think they're, they're like all white and their, their mascot is like the Indian, right? In whatever fashion that is. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. So it's a, a you know, cultural appropriation. And then their uniforms have like the the hangy tassel things that, you know, again, sort of more of that. Right. And then their chant is like, scalp them, scalp them. Scalp oh my them. God, are you? F- no, so I saw the video no. and I guess it, I don't know if the, I think the video that they sent to Disney to be allowed to perform at one of these things was different. Again, I might be screwing this up, so my apologies. Uh-huh. Is different than what they actually performed. But then people are recording these, you know, uh, what they normally do this cheer squad you know oh, there's like so yeah so uh that's remind <laughs> i guess the opposing team saying burn the witches or the home team saying scalp the uh, uh the, <laughs> that's a lot i know so yeah wow burn i guess i get i don't i wasn't big into a lot of sports in high school we were the crusaders which isn't much better. We were the Vikings. I guess that's okay. Kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, 
Actually, never mind. I'm looking back <laughs> on the uh, demographic makeup of my hometown. Yeah, same. Okay. I'm, I'm, I see a lot of Nordic Aryan um, aspirations embedded yeah. in that place. Yeah. We actually, we made news because there was a woman who was running for city council, much older, um, she was speaking out against interracial marriage. Oh. And this was just a couple years ago. Obviously. Yay. Anyways. Uh, if any of you Salemites have any uh, other good uh, stories like that, we'd love to hear it. So let's get to the topic at hand. Let's talk cemeteries. Real quick. So I guess this is actually a decent segue from uh, what we were just talking about. Before we dive into Salem's existing cemeteries, we do want to acknowledge that there were people here for thousands of years, tens of thousands of years before any of these cemeteries were established. So when we take people as tour guides, we take people to Charter Street Cemetery and we say, this is one of the oldest cemeteries in the country, but there are burial grounds, burying points, burial mounds that have been destroyed, lost, forgotten over the course of colonization. So we did want to acknowledge the indigenous tribes that were here before. Specifically, Salem uh, is on the land of the Agawam, Pawtucket, Penacook, Namkeg, Massachusetts, and Wampanoag peoples. So all of their burial sites have been lost, which uh, is a tragedy unto itself. So if you do take a moment to walk through any of these cemeteries or you're at one local to you, remember that there were people before that. Who was here first? All right. So let's let's start outside of Salem or yeah. or as we enter Salem. If you are driving into Salem mm -hmm. and there's only a few ways to get in, oftentimes people are coming up North Street. And on your left-hand side, you will see a vast cemetery. Oftentimes, people think it's something significant because it's like the first thing you pass when you drive when in. You enter Salem. You literally see an Which, entering Salem yeah. sign, and then to the it's, left is cemetery. It's flanked by, and I, I, I've had a lot of people be like, oh, what's that like big cemetery? And you're like, it just happens to be a cemetery that happens to be right there, right there on the border. Full disclosure. We just went in for the very first time, <laughs> like so both is, of us. Yeah, so St. Mary's Cemetery uh, is a predominantly Catholic cemetery, and it is probably the most modern uh, cemetery in the city. Huge. It is. It was expansive. What uh, you see from the road is only, a, a, I, gosh, dare I say, a small portion of yeah, it. Yeah, it just sort of hills up, and then it just falls and, and sprawls away into, into whatever. Um, so I had learned like this sort of obscure, interesting tidbit about St. Mary's. And I wanted to go explore that today. <laughs> we should give a quick shout out to Mike Vitka of Spellbound Tours. The Salem local paranormal investigator mm -hmm. and kind of just an all around cool, Spooky. interesting guy. guy. So if he says something is, is worth checking out, it is almost definitely worth checking out. Um, and yeah, so I picked that up from him that there was this, and I'd sort of forgotten the information that I, that I was given. So then I was translating it to you uh, poorly. Yeah. I, he's basically saying 
There is a hidden cemetery place within the cemetery. Like there's a little, like a, a section of stones that you have to walk through woods to get to all the way in the back. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I want to find the secret cemetery. Where is so, it? So my apologies in, in that, it, what it actually is, is maybe cooler. Oh my God, it was so much cooler. So, so much cooler. It seems to be. And you should, you should specify how exactly we found it because we had really oh, no idea oh, oh, what oh. we were looking okay. for. So I, so what, what I was looking for, uh, was either an abandoned, uh, misappropriated. So if you have stones that didn't work or stones that were forgotten or dug up and there was is that just, really what you were looking for? Just a bunch of stones. But yeah. did you think it was like a cemetery plot? And not necessarily a plot, but like if there was a mistake stone. That's what you thought it was, though. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, again, I, I have to get back to, to, to Dr. Ritka. I, I don't know. I can't remember specifically where the information came yeah. from. But I would remembered like bits and pieces of what someone said that was directing me to this thing. So I knew I had like half the information. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I'm like, it's just going to be a place where like, old stones or, or broken stones or um, mis, misspelt stones, right, ended up, which is kind of what we found. We walked through the woods, and it was a bunch of big chunks of, of granite, granite. Stairs and pillars, for the most part. As if they were pieces of, like, a mausoleum. Um, there were some... Is that the word I'm looking for? Pillars? Yeah, is, yeah. Or obelisks. Is that... No, so obelisk no. is the... the Point. So imagine but there were points. Were there some not? of them, but yeah. some of them had the decorative tops. Mm-hmm. We found it because I didn't know, and so I opened Google Earth and I'm like looking, and I see this well, like a chunk of stone, and I knew what I was looking for. And Sarah's like, "That's that's nothing." And I was like, "No, no, I think this is." I was what. like, "What? What is?" He's like, "This is it. This is it." I was like, "It doesn't look like stone. Like, what? Yeah. Do you, what do you? Yeah, it doesn't look like a cemetery." Yeah. So. My apologies for not conveying to you it's properly. okay, but it was so cool. Yeah. Imagine if you're put yourself in a cemetery and you're walking up to a mausoleum and it is, so you have the mausoleum building, but around the mausoleum, you're going to have steps up, right? And sometimes they'll have like a little gate, like so four pillars on each side. So take all the stairs and all the pillars to like 100 of these things? No, I wouldn't put it that far. There was a lot. There was a lot, but I'd say more like 50. Yeah. But, well, but enough I'll, for us to like climb around on yeah, for careful. a good could, 20 minutes. Yeah. So just, we are not condoning going to this place. We're not saying do it. You could easily break an ankle or fall and hit your head. And I genuinely thought we might find a body back there, to be honest. I mean, there, was, there was a few it was, spots. There was, it was very yeah. creepy. So do it safely. Do it safely. Go with a friend. Go with a friend. Um, Wear good shoes. Yeah. But it was I, really, really cool. So weird. And there, there was a lot of letters. There were like these. Uh, they were like end caps. Yeah. Of something that had, you know, we saw like a D and like an M and an R. Not like together. They were just, it, it must have taken. We did see a couple names yeah, too. Yeah. So I, I do want to look up. A lot of crosses, um, uh, a heart with a cross. That was pretty um, neat. Uh, all sorts of uh, sort of, yeah, it was strange. One of the more strange places I think I've ever been. Yeah. And we don't know what it, like where it, 
where they some of them were unfinished, some of them they were all clearly broken. Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't have all been, mistakes. and it was it appeared right uh, right off of the old North River. So it looks like a small estuary of the North River. So um, we weren't sure if that played a role at yeah, some point. There was some. So there was definitely all the granite. There was a couple of chunks of marble, but then there was uh, a couple of pieces of what looked like a wall of a building at one point. And then there were these uh, large cement and somethings structures that sort of put in my mind that boats may have been coming up here and dropping this granite. I don't know. Right. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one either. But. It's weird. I don't know how it got there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it's just like it's just there, just there. Yeah, I, I don't know. And also think about from the other side, there was trees, so yeah, it's you not like you, you couldn't, couldn't see drop. Yeah. There was like a tiny little path, and I was like, I think that's what I'm looking for. It was so cool. Yeah. Have you seen you? You've seen The Lion King, right? Yeah. Remember the part when they're wandering through the elephant graveyard, and they're like climbing through. All, am I oh, remembering the, the, that correctly? <laughs> like the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's how it felt. I, like like going through those big chunks of rock. They weren't that big. Obviously, no, no, no. But but I totally understand the, the feeling, feeling. The feeling of yeah. like, and especially you know everything that the light touches, right? Is yours, Simba, etc. Except for over there, and <laughs> you're like, this is the cemetery. Except for over there. Yep. And then you're like, that place is somewhere we shouldn't be. And then we're like wandering amongst the forgotten. No, no, no. You're exactly yeah. exactly and like, Oh, we shouldn't be here, but we are done. So that was St. Mary's. So that was St. Mary's. <laughs> so what turned out to be, this is what we were least excited for was yeah. going to St. Mary's, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is like, okay, this is a big, uh, pretty scarcely wooded area. It's very open. There's no trees. It's just, it's it, very modern. It gets a little nicer as you go farther back. Right. I will a hundred percent grant them that, that definitely that road view is not their best view. Right. And that's what our original perception yeah. was. But if you drive back, I mean, you could spend a very long time in there. Yeah. So definitely worth a trip. Then we move on to my favorite ones, Harmony Grove and Green Lawn Cemetery. So these are two uh, garden cemeteries. Garden or rural Rural cemeteries became very popular in the mid-19th century. Yeah. Uh, So think about the oldest burial grounds you see, say, in Boston. It's right in the heart of the the city, surrounded by skyscrapers, surrounded by large buildings. The city has been built out around these. As these cities are getting busier, people want a place to kind of escape and 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 pay respect to the dead in a um, cleaner way. And more people are dying, right? Like we're going through the Industrial Revolution. Right, they don't have the space. A lot more people moving from these farms, wherever to the city and then I'm not saying they're they're dying right away. I mean, there were a lot of people dying right away. But, you know, that's just going to increase the population, which is going to increase the density, which is going to increase the 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 deaths in these tiny little spaces that have been here for 150 years already already a little crowded. So we start to pick these sections of city outside of yeah, the city. Yeah, a couple oftentimes a couple miles just outside yeah. the city. I think Mount Auburn. Mount Auburn Cemetery over in, in Cambridge. Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, that is the oldest cemetery in the United States. Over 90,000 graves. That's cool. How That's crazy a lot. is that? And the place is huge. Yeah. So anyone coming to Salem, 
highly recommend all of our cemeteries. They're gorgeous. Mount Auburn is on a on a different level. It's 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 gorgeous. If you're like looking for someone to spend a day outside, a lot of times we get the question, oh, well, like, what would you do outside of Salem? And you're like, yeah, there's all these cool places. Mount Auburn is usually high on my list. Especially during the spring and summer. Yeah. Um, fall too. Right now, it's probably all all the flowers, all the trees. I used to describe to folks when I was trying to explain Harmony Grove that it's like a mini Mount Auburn. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't far off because mm-hmm. the gentleman who, one of the people that designed Harmony Grove was also- One of the architects. The, the, okay. the designer for That's Mount cool. Auburn. So These are cemeteries, right? And I just want to take a little second to be a little pedantic. Um, <laughs> Which is totally fair. So there's a difference when we, today a lot of these terms, cemeteries, graveyard, and uh, like a burying ground are all interchangeable. Uh commonly, but there are specific differences. So when I say when we have Charter Street Cemetery in the center of the city, which dates back to 1637, and mm-hmm. I tell you that Mount Auburn is the oldest cemetery, those two things uh, don't fit. That's because these rural cemeteries are plots of land that are like pre-designated and planned out. And that's sort of technically what a cemetery is. Anything that predates that is just like a burying ground, a burial hill, the old burying, burying point. point. Right. And those are the terms we used. And then a graveyard is a yard that has graves. Like think burying so-and-so in the backyard. Yes. Uh, and that's not like your spouse. That's someone who's passed away. Um, <laughs> it didn't. Never mind. Um they came out a little wrong. You can just. That's why I didn't like include burying grandpa in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. trying to be like, oh, so sensitive. that's the difference between a cemetery and a burying point and a graveyard. But graveyards are private residences and uh, religious institutions. So a church can have a graveyard too. And then we don't really have them in this country. Do we? We might have some. I don't actually know. Abbeys. Right. Like over in England. Yeah. So that's like a building. Those that's giant, giant mausoleum or tomb. Uh, so we don't really typically have those here, but those are also very common in other parts of the world. So, so if you go to either Harmony Grove or Greenlawn, there are chapels at are either. Gorgeous. They are gorgeous. Either one. So this is something that could be added to a cemetery. Yeah. And that's oftentimes where they might have a small prayer right? or you can go and reflect, uh, you know, pray service, service, things along these lines. So green lawn was established in 1807. And mm-hmm. from what I read, it went through quite a few acquisitions of land and it is now currently the largest cemetery in Salem, which to me, I was surprised because it, it doesn't look like it, it is. It doesn't feel it. It does have a large body of water. Two. Well, Two. I mean, one's yeah. baby. But. Yeah, but it does have like a somewhat decent sized, I say lake, lake's the wrong pond. It's a pond. Yeah. It's definitely uh, not a lake. But so if that's included in their property, like I see it, but like it definitely felt like St. Mary's was larger, but yeah, I it's would not. agree. Nope. Uh, the chapel itself was put there in 1894, and it is a 24-by-40-foot chapel mm-hmm. in high Victorian architecture. The stone, the, the... It's gorgeous. Points? What would you call the little... Oh, they're called something. Sp- spindles? Finials are are nice. They're, they're not, like, huge and expansive, but they're just sort of these quaint, like, just on the top, these little... And the color, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, like the color it's like a, of a, the a red. Oh yeah, uh, the stone and the detail. Yeah, it's like that red sandstone and a beautiful. There's a little garden. Beautiful garden. That was, that was a pretty nice garden. Yeah, 
And that's, that's always nice to have these sort of structures as, as you walk in. So that chapel was actually a gift from Walter Scott Dickinson in honor of his wife who passed away. I think I knew that. Yeah. They, they recently did some renovations to it. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then there's a quite a bit larger one in Harmony Grove. Personally, uh, Harmony Grove is my favorite cemetery in all of Salem. I think I've said that before, and yeah, I will I think say that, it uh, again. Mentioned that on the on the Q and A episode. Yeah, I, I actually dragged you last summer. I was like, you got to come with me. Have, had you been? No, before you no. had never been. Okay, so no. you personally. I know it wasn't my secret, but I stumbled upon that cemetery. I had driven by to go to Stop and Shop over and over and over again. And when you're driving on Grove Street, all you see is just this very heavily wooded cemetery in these rolling hills. I was like, I got to get inside. And when I walked inside for the first time, I was taken aback. It was absolutely beautiful. And so I love to recreate that experience for other people. So if I ever have someone come to Salem... Or if I have a friend here in town that hasn't seen it yet, I'm like, oh, come see this place. Come see this place. And so we went and- Oh my God, it was so hot. It wasn't that hot when yeah. we went. No, it yeah. wasn't. I changed my shirt. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> it was hot, but it was a great experience. It was, it so, was we, really nice. so we like parted ways, put our headphones in and kind of just wandered yeah. and frolicked through the fields. I know people that do picnics there. Absolutely so, gorgeous. So the the picnicking in a cemetery is not a new concept. That's actually a lot of times what these spaces used to be used for. Um, back when they first opened, it was uh, sort of the largest source of like public green space. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even today, like our common is nice, but our common back then was still probably half flooded most of the time. Right. Um, there wasn't places where you could just go outside. We had the Salem Willows, but that was somewhat unique to Salem. And that was um, meant for like quarantine. I mean, yeah. that was reserved for tuberculosis. Yeah. So you're not going to the willows yeah. to hang out. So if you want to go outside and have a picnic, these uh, rural cemeteries are the place to go. You would go with your family, go for an afternoon, uh, sit in sort of maybe sometimes empty plots or go sit by your family. I was going to say, think about the Victorians during this era. Like they're, they're it's all, very death centered, yeah, the yeah. way that they view They have the morning afterlife. jewelry mm-hmm. and all these sorts of things. So they'd get, you know, grab a roast beef sandwich and go sit with, you know, grandpa for the afternoon. Um, Shall we do that? Go to King's? And- <laughs> I mean, let's do it. Um, but that fell out of fashion for two reasons. Uh um, uh, one more public green space was becoming available and two, uh, humans are garbage and they like to leave their garbage all over the place. So they had to start instilling more rules and yeah. fences and fences and barring people from going because literally all the picnickers would just leave their trash all over the place. Uh, there were some cities that started to give, t- sorry, not give tickets. Like you needed a ticket to get in. So you had to go and get like, uh, official like i have a relative here so i can go in and sit with them so it's like like an admit one right uh ticket so if you ever see one that was like an antique show or something that's for that, a cemetery yeah that's so cool yeah so uh that sort of fell out of fashion in the early 19 probably about 1915 1920 um and people stopped littering and leaving their trash all over the place thank you humans so but no harmony that's basically what we did we got coffee uh, and we wandered around, sat down, uh, listened to some music and, uh, just took in the, the scenery. And, it's so quiet in there. Yeah. And there are some important people. Who's the big one. There are several large 
Uh, mausoleum there's tons of mausoleums but there's also several large like monument style monument thank you uh burying sites that so think of harmony grove as the place where all the rich and powerful of salem it's basically like i said it's it's the mount auburn of salem Salem. boston has all those boston brahmins buried in mount auburn we had the peabody family you'll see a lot of the common names if you walk around there um putnam I think that large one might be for Bertram. Oh, the Bertram house. That makes sense. You want to hear something fun? Yes. I always want to hear something fun. John Bertram. He was the founder of Salem Hospital. And his home is now the Salem Public Library. So what's the Bertram house? I don't know. It's on the common. It's a it's a home for uh, elderly. It's probably named after. Just him, named after maybe? him. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm sure the Bertram family was more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I just assumed that the Bertram house was like his house, right? Like like if you have the jo- Joshua Ward house, mm-hmm. said so the library yeah. used to be his house. That's crazy. I know. Well, it's funny because we were just there. Oh, that's the big one with with the lions and the. Yes. So it's like a it's like a cask it's like a massive stone casket on top of a pillar, just baking in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hope he's. I doubt he's in there. He's probably on. He's got to be on. The I ground. Oh, I mean, there's that weird morbid fascination when we walk through cemeteries like this. You can't help but peer into the mausoleums and try to see if you can see something. Right. Or you wonder if they actually are inside that crypt. Like, yeah. Well, like in in abbeys in England, you see like those knights, those people that the kings and queens. Like if you go to Westminster Abbey and you walk by like a stone casket with the facade of a, they are right there. Right. They're, they're right underneath. They're right. In the so in, inside, yeah. So with these, like I look at that, I'm like, are you in that thing? I mean, I would assume so. If you're going to go to that trouble, spend all that money, you better actually put him in there. Yes. And then another one, uh, Peabody is in there. He has a similar looking casket, right? Is that the other super, super large one? Yeah, but he's like behind. Yes. Yeah. So there's like that big stone stepped thing to the thing sorry i know i'm being obscure um but then there's like a little out casket behind that I'm like, okay cool so yeah so there's like a row of, of these people which is kind of neat um, a couple other significant folks buried there yep uh caroline emerton okay yeah lady behind the house seven gables restoration yeah yep so that was pretty cool and then george swinnerton parker founder of the parker brothers company Oh, also buried there. We're going to have to go and check that out before we do the uh, Parker Brothers episode. We'll go play a game of Clue in front of his grave. <laughs> I, I think Monopoly might be a little more appropriate. Okay, that's fine. I'm, do you want to be there that long? No. We could <laughs> just get a picture of it, maybe. No, I actually want to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, that is where, if anyone's been to the Ropes Mansion... Where uh, the Hocus Pocus filming location, or if you've been in the back in the Ropes Garden, uh, their burying plot is also in Harmony Grove. So, all sorts of Salemites. You want to hear an eerie story? Yes. Of Harmony Grove? Yes. So, as I said, I bring as many people as I can into that cemetery. Do you bring them all back out with you? Is yes. The- you know, <laughs> I, 
bury him on top of someone else. I bring everyone I know. It's like (laughs) not everyone leaves. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to write a ghost story about a tour guide who, who brings, who brings people into the, the cemetery. And whenever they leave, they always seem to be one or two people short. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be a bestseller. There we go. You better uh, change my name, but give me some of the proceeds. No, 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 no. I, I think, I think, oh, uh, what? I think your name's appropriate. And it's a very, it's a very yeah. witchy name. But anyway, so <laughs> this was shortly after I graduated college and my sister had come out for graduation. She's from Michigan, of course, and she's not the biggest fan of historical stuff. Like she humors me, but for the most part, it's just kind of meh, goes over her head. Right. But I'm like, you got to come see this cool cemetery. It's amazing. It's beautiful. We're walking through those winding roads. It is a large cemetery. There is, I think I read something like 20,000 burials in that place. So lots of people. A couple weeks prior, I had been doing research on the house that we were living in. We were right off of Bridge Street, like as you're going north to Beverly, uh, one of the oldest brick homes in Salem, 1830 or so. And I was chatting with the landlord and asked if I could get some of the records from the house. I was just curious. For that semester, I had done a lot of genealogical research. So I was really into like seeing who lived where. Your dad's really into that too, right? My dad's super into it too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I definitely get that from him. I was able to look at one of the old maps of Salem and I saw our house. And on top of that, back in the day, they would write the person who lived there right on top of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Ebenezer Cleveland was his name. It's very that's odd, a, interesting, right? Right? Maybe I'll name a dog that one day. I mean, I guess it's it's no different than Grover Cleveland, and he was the president, so. Yeah, I guess. But Ebenezer. Ebenezer. I don't Ebenezer know. There's Scrooge. just like, right? We think Scrooge. I just yeah. thought it was such a, an interesting name. So I'm walking through Harmony Grove with my sister and my father. It's hot as hell. No one wants to be there. We're rounding a corner. And something made me stop, and I looked down to my left, and right off of the side of the path, like right there, was a small headstone that said, Ebenezer Cleveland. And it was him. Okay. Isn't that insane? That's a little weird. So crazy. Huh. So I would... The only, like the only thing I would, I definitely believe in like weird energies and stuff uh-huh. like that. Sure. Weird coincidences. The only like reasonable explanation to it, other than just sheer coincidence, is my eyes scanned over it ever so quickly and my brain registered mm-hmm. it before I could. That's, that's and my, what I was going to say. Yeah. And I stopped dead in my yeah. tracks and I saw it. But regardless, the fact that he was buried right there on the side of the path, and I haven't been able to find it since. To be fair, you could have been on any other path. You happen. So I think that the coincidence here to me is you happen to wander down that path. Then I get into the the psychological aspect of like cognitive understanding and you know recognition, and we see so much, so much more that, and our brain can only we have like a filter right in our brain, and it'll pick up some things and not like none of this information is important to me but as like that that sieve is getting done there was a bit of information that the brain was like that's important and it just grabbed that real quick 
Uh, but again, you ended up on that road. So mm-hmm. that's a bit of a coincidence. So weird. So we've uh, got St. Mary's. Harmony, Harmony Grove, Grove and Green Lawn. But I think we're going to cut it right here. We just had too much good content uh, to leave too much on the cutting room floor. So we're going to give you part one. Well, we just gave you part one. And we're going to give you part two next week. So we'll round out our Salem Cemeteries now to part episode uh, next week. So if Broad Street, Howard Street, or Charter Street happens to be your favorite. Which well, they probably are. Probably. You're Gonna have to wait till then. Right. Dun dun sorry, tune in next time. <laughs> that means we got two weeks of dead people. Nice. Yeah. Very Salem of us. Of course. Uh but for now, thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review, and always tell a few friends. Follow us on all the social medias. We have Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. That's at Salem the Podcast. Otherwise, if you have any questions, email us at hello at Salem the Podcast. And if you'd like to book a tour with either Jeffrey or myself, links to both those companies are in the show notes. Thanks for listening. See you later.